Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and thank you so much for tuning in today and spending a little bit of your time chatting with me and hanging out. Um, Whatever you are, wherever you are, in the car, at the gym, on a walk, sitting on your bum. Um, So thankful that you hit play and um, that we get to share this time together. Um, So today is just going to be just kind of like a mod podge of just chatting life. Um, (laughs) There's been a lot that has been going on um, over here at the Flater home. Um, All while I am just getting more and more pregnant. (laughs) So I um, am about, uh, let's see, when you get to this episode, I'll probably be about 37 weeks pregnant. Um, And I mean, man, we're that's like, it's coming anytime, right? It's coming anytime. Uh, so just been keeping up with things as best as I can around here. And um, yeah, just kind of wanted to chat a little bit about motherhood, um, a couple things that I've been focusing on lately in life, and um, yeah, what I've been up to um, other than being pregnant and chasing my kiddos. But um, honestly, lately... Uh, just, you know, as, as you get more pregnant and things like that, like, I just think you get a little more, oh, I don't know, emotional and just like things hit you harder and things, sometimes things just feel harder. You know, my brain's already envisioning like this fourth child with me. And like, if, if I'm struggling now with some things like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. If I can't manage three children sometimes. But uh, yeah, I I had an incident the other week that landed me crying. Like I just, I, I felt at a complete loss. And sometimes in motherhood, like either I can feel very apathetic and then feel very just like whatever with my kids where like I just don't have it in me. Or I do have it in me and I will tell them like it is because I am upset or I'm frustrated or whatever. And I hit that moment of just like complete, like I felt helpless and I didn't have anything left in me. <laughs> no more words, no more teaching opportunity. No, just like I can't believe that I'm still having to deal with attitudes or this craziness that I asked them just to hold off for a minute um, and yeah, we had a crazy morning, uh, getting to the Y one morning and I could not be late 
because I was the instructor. So like if I were just the teacher, I wouldn't mind like if I had to step in a few minutes late, but like, nope, I have to set up and I have people relying on me and we already like a couple minutes behind and I got to check you in and I got to go set up. And there was just an incident in the parking lot. Um, Titus had slipped on some ice and kind of spiraled into a couple other things and someone wanting to help and he just lost it. He was crying and I felt like such an awful mom because I was like, I put him in the child watch. He never fights it. He loves it. He's gone in every single time. But he was super shooken up. Um, he wasn't injured or anything. But just a couple dynamics to that story. And um, so I'm like, buddy, like I hugged him. I like I tried to really reassure him quick. And I was like, I, I got to go, buddy. Like I got to I gotta set up. I got to teach. And he, I left crying. Like I've never left the child watch crying. I've never entered my room of, of um, uh, people that have signed up like for my class like all flustered and like crying and upset and oh man it just I had people helping me set up but that was more like we know she's like uber pregnant so we're gonna help her this was my for my trx class so I have to climb a ladder to hang up um the trx straps from the ceiling every time um so anyway they help pull things out and set some things up for me but um I just felt broken by that moment and I couldn't change the situation and I just he was fine when I came back and I hugged him and we talked and oh I just it was it was really hard and then we went to the grocery store afterwards um for some things I had to do a return I got overcharged on something um for an item that I didn't have one more of to get the deal so anyway went back in to do that and then shopped a little bit for a few things and um just felt very out of control my children it just I don't know I'm not I'm not sure what it's not like this every time but sometimes grocery stores are are hard and I don't want to always be like here here's the phone here watch this like no like we can you can walk next to me and we can look at things and we can do this (laughs) civilly um And I had also just learned of like two deaths that day just before we had gone into the store. Um, Or no, one from the lady at the Y. um, There was someone um, in her life that had passed unexpectedly that I found out about. And then when I got back in the truck after the store, when I was maxed out, I opened a text about, did you hear about this person passing? And, and I was just like, oh my gosh. What? So like my emotions were pulled on that and thinking about that partly. Partly thinking about the traumas, trauma I had with Titus. And then just the like literally my brain felt like a ping pong ball at the grocery store. Like I, I'm like, I, I don't even know what is, I don't even know what to process, how to handle this. Like just stand still. Would you just sit still? No, do not climb under the cart. No, you may not touch everything. No, that is, you know, like, don't touch that. Oh my goodness, because I had to go up to the customer service desk and then this lady's like, oh yeah, we probably shouldn't touch that. And I'm like, Winston, come on. Like, just stand here just for a minute. I'm not going to be here long. Oh man. And so get to the car and they just were full of energy and so much and like Winston like kept 
just being silly as I was trying to cap, you know, we got the car loaded up, everyone's buckled in, we're, I'm just catching up on a couple of texts and messages and trying to process a couple of things before I pull away and they were just a little crazy in the car and he, every, he just like kept kicking my seat and I just like felt completely helpless and I just started crying and Winston all of a sudden he sees that I'm crying and it made him cry so I was just like can't you see like I don't even think I had spoken complete sentences but I was like I want to enjoy my time with you but sometimes it's really you make it hard to like like I don't even remember what I all said but like I was literally in tears broken sobbing in front of my child or he saw me in the rearview mirror <laughs> and he started to get a little emotional and the whole car ride home like music was off wasn't talking like it just was and Winston like calmed down and kind of set the tone like Titus we got chill out mom's losing it so <laughs> like I had a big mom moment and it was it was for real and I yeah I was very I just my body just felt like completely drained from all of the energy and the stimulation and the yeah the chaos of all of the things that I was trying to keep up with and process and manage and I just felt at a loss at that moment so for whatever that story was worth moms I get it I do and sometimes I'm like how could I have done that better I don't know. Cabby, you shouldn't take all your kids to the store. Thank you. Yep. Well, we were already out, and so we were out. <laughs> um, I do utilize some grocery pickup at Pick and Save or Metro Market, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> More often than not. But this time, like, I had to go in for a return. And then, you know, you get me in a grocery store, and here I am looking for all the deals and things. And we needed just a couple things anyway. I could have snagged a couple things, so... Um, you know, that's, that's where it landed me. So maybe it was just my own kick in the butt of, maybe I should have recognized, sorry, my throat is, is a little scratchy. Um, should have recognized maybe we shouldn't have, have stayed. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I just hope that they, like, like their attitude, I'm like, oh, they'll just, we'll get through it. We'll make it through the storm. We'll get, we'll just go over here. And yeah. So it's just continuing to ping pong through the store, managing three little people. So yeah, that was, that was that. And just on top of other, just, yeah, in the winter, it's hard. It's hard when I can't send my kids out when it's freezing, um, or I can't, we can't get out on a walk. Um, you know, we tried to walk one time and Titus was crying because he was so cold. And so I felt bad for that one. Um, but just doing, just doing my best and really trying to manage the home in a calm manner is, is hard sometimes or when all I get is whining or when all I get is just like, but like, I don't expect my kids to understand everything I sacrifice for them. That's totally fine and normal that they don't and that they are wanting to fill their desires like they just want what they want and that's totally a normal thing for a child and for a kid um so I don't I wouldn't expect anything anything less but it also hits on the adult side like the emotional trigger and the like wow like all they do is whine at me and all I do is give to them like 
No, I don't want oatmeal. I wanted pancakes. Sorry. Then don't eat breakfast. Oatmeal it is. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, you love oatmeal. No, and then they don't want to eat it. And then, like, they come back later and they eat it. But, like, it's it's so... <laughs> I know you moms get it. It's so hard. And you're like, how do I make you tiny humans happy? And it's not always about making them happy, but like just trying to get through the days. And and sometimes you just hit your max when you're like, can you just talk not in a whining voice? Like, could you, could you just like talk to me? No, don't cry. Like just like use words and tell me, <laughs> talk to me because I don't know what that means. <clears throat> so just a, a lot of that um, and a little bit extra more of it because... I think on a recent episode, a couple episodes back, I had shared that we had gotten a little bit of a stomach bug from some chicken that I, that we had gotten sick from. <laughs> well, that was only the start of my throw up journey of dealing with it. <clears throat> so that was that incident. And it was for sure from chicken that was undercooked or something. And the following week, we get sick again so that happened on a, what day was that a Tuesday yeah a Tuesday evening I got sick and then I think it was a Wednesday Thursday type thing when my boys did something like that <clears throat> then a week later on a Friday we are getting ready to go to our geography co-op and it's at my mother-in-law's it's about 35 40 minute drive um so we're getting ready in the morning to leave the kids had a lighter breakfast um they didn't have anything super heavy so then they had some vitamins and then they went and sat in the car for 40 minutes and titus is my sensitive stomach queasy guy and i think between a lighter breakfast all the vitamins sitting in the car with most he gets motion sick um motion sick and the sun beating in Yep, I get all the way there and pull off the freeway as he is throwing up. Um, and then, yeah, Winston just couldn't help it. It was just the natural reflex. And so all of a sudden then he's getting sick. And I'm watching all of this happen in my rearview mirror. And I felt like, I actually said it out loud. I said, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> what is going on? As I'm watching this in the rearview mirror and I'm pulling off the freeway and I was like, I, I don't even, I don't think we're sick. I think, like, what is going on? Um, because if Titus would have just gotten sick and not Winston, we probably could have managed um, being there. But I don't, I, I can't explain to people a house full of moms and kids that oh it's just upset stomach um from up you know or f um from vitamins on a more empty stomach in a long drive like no like this is disgusting so this happened on the car seats I don't have a change of clothes for Winston because he's six and I just don't carry that kind of stuff anymore for him um I should just have a little bag in the car or something um but like for Titus I I did and things but, you know, getting sick in the car, that's, that is no fun ever. And so 
and it was also the it was like negative 10 degrees out that morning so I was freezing and I call Alex talk through things and then I just go to my mother-in-law's so that I have a stopping point and a bathroom and some like I can get some paper towels and stuff because um, that's a long ride home for them to sit in all of that and for us to smell it all like it's just disgusting so we pull in my mother-in-law's driveway I go inside I find her and I talk to her and she hugs and understands and so I was like can, like can I just like pop in your bathroom downstairs with Titus and clean him up and so I changed Titus in our trunk in the freezing cold my wipes are literally freezing as I'm trying to like just kind of wipe things off of him a little bit, trying to shimmy him out of his clothes, get him in some new ones, get him in the house so he can go to the bathroom, wash his hands. We can wipe up, you know, wipe up a little bit more, but I didn't want to bring him in full of junk. Here I am trying to wipe off his car seat as best as I can. Um, thank goodness I had some Solugard wipes in, in my car, disinfectant wipes from um, Meluca. So that at least like sort of helped. <laughs> Um, and then poor Winston is sitting there waiting, um, and he's bummed that we can't go to school that day, and I, I felt so bad. Um, so then here I am like, okay, here, you stand. You know, we got back into the car. He didn't have to go back to the bathroom, so I said, okay, we're going to just keep the heat in the car, and you stand up here. And he shimmied out of his clothes. We wiped him off, and I said, I've got a shirt that won't quite fit you. It's one of Titus's. So he put on a too small for him shirt, and I did have a pair of underwear he could fit into that was in the diaper bag. And I said, I don't have any pants for you, so, I mean, you just have to, to ride home in your underwear <laughs> and put your jacket over your legs. Um, so I hope that we can look back and laugh at that, but um, yep, so I got to clean car seats that day, and of course my kids are hungry right after, asking for food on the way home, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is just not happening, and it was a very humbling moment, and I had to pull car seats out, I had, I, like the boys, they got in the shower when they got home, I said you guys are going in the shower, I pulled car seats out, I stripped them down, I threw them in the washing machine, I sprayed all the plastic and all that down and wiped it down. I got it clean. Eventually the next day, the car got vacuumed out because, you know, you find a million and one things underneath car seats. So I guess the one positive is my car got cleaned way sooner than spring came because usually it happens in spring and it happened now before this baby. And I guess we are going to have to shuffle car seats anyway. So it'll be already semi-cleaned because it'll get a little dirty in between now and then but you know if you've ever had to clean off car seats just the pain the pain that it is and it's a workout to put those things back together in and out and especially when pregnant um so it just yeah you're just on mom mode cleaning it up so that was it it was just the uh, the queasy stomach it wasn't a sickness or uh, something they ate it was just like long car ride with vitamins and not a super heavy breakfast so um yeah that was and then we had to miss out on our on our school that day so that was that that was fun um <laughs> that day I I think I fell asleep for like an hour I took I like passed out on the couch <clears throat> it was a long day fast forward to the next couple days later um, 
on Sunday, we had a, no, Saturday, the next day, because no one had gotten sick again, and we were all feeling totally fine. So we went to um, a a fellowship gathering, like a meal and hanging out with family and friends. And um, was that a Friday, a Saturday or Sunday? One of the two. Um, I think it was a Saturday. And yes, it was. Um, a Saturday night and Sunday morning, I get a text from my sister-in-law saying that two of her girls had gotten sick over the night. And I was like, Oh no. She's like, I'm so sorry. I hope we didn't pass anything on. And you know, I'm like, well, whatever, you know, not, I don't get freaked out. Well then Monday morning rolls around and I have my cycle class and I get all the kids up early and Juliet gets sick when she's sitting in her high chair. And I was like, Oh, I guess that was a throw up like she's never gigged and done that at breakfast before like it wasn't a ton but I was like that doesn't seem normal and um she was a little extra sleepy that day so I had to rush to find a sub and I was like well I guess we're hanging out at home (laughs) the next day this is just storytelling with Gabby today she's fine the next day on Tuesday our water isn't working. Come to find our well pump is 30 years old and decided to just take a dump that day. Which honestly, was totally a God thing because that was the day no one got sick. Can you imagine if I had all of that to deal with and zero water? I could do zero cleaning, zero laundry, zero showers, zero nothing. Like, I would have cried. I would have I would have gone insane. <laughs> um, we were able to get it fixed by 8.30 that night, but it was all day without it, which is fine. I, We may do. I think I was gone for some of the day anyway. And, um, you know, you do what you do, you do what you got to do. But I'm just so thankful I didn't have any people sick. Well, then come Wednesday, we go to the Y, we run an errand or two, come home, go about our day about four o'clock I'm like I'm just gonna shut my eyes for a few minutes then around five o'clock I feel like oh my gosh I don't I don't think I can move or get up and then here are my kids asking for dinner and Alex is working you know he's he's busy with tax season and he's not gonna be done for another like hour hour and a half um and I know I need to feed them and keep them happy and so I keeled over on the on the countertop I'm making oatmeal and I'm like here you guys sit and eat this I'm gonna lay lay back down on the couch like I could barely make them dinner and then I said when you're done we can turn on a movie we turned on a movie and yeah it was like an hour or two after all of that I was on the couch and I put a bucket nearby because I was not sure I was I was feeling like this might be more than I think um yep and sure enough I got sick then too. So it was Juliet on Monday, me on thir- Wednesday night. Then Thursday morning, Winston comes down and says, um, Mom, Titus got sick in our bed. And I'm like, oh, great. I had slept on the couch that night before. That was not comfy. Alex has been studying for an exam. So I didn't, and it was that weekend. And I was like, I can't come upstairs and be around. Like, he needs to sleep he needs to stay healthy. And so here I'm sleeping on a super uncomfortable couch. He didn't tell me I had to. 
Uh, I just did. And I didn't want to get upstairs. I just felt tired. Um, but not super comfortable for pregnant, pregnant mom, <laughs> pregnant lady at this stage. Um, but we made it happen and, um, I did not get sick again, but anyway, uh, sorry, I'm talking so much about getting sick, but this story is just insane. And so then Titus is out of it and my kids and he had it about six different times throughout the day. Couldn't keep anything down, but sometimes he would ask for food. So we would just do like sourdough toast or some pretzels and tried making him like an electrolyte drink, but everything just eventually, yeah, just didn't happen. So um, it was like a short eight-hour window of like it getting sick, swapping out buckets, all the things, keeping other kids away, Juliet kept trying to take buckets and stealing water bottles that I'm like, no, don't take their stuff. That's gross. Don't touch that. Having a sheet on the couch and they're laying on the sheet and just like hanging out, little extra movies or whatever we had to do that day. Here's some books. And um, Titus perked up by the evening, but eventually it was like, I want to go to bed, he said. And that was fine. Come Friday morning. Oh, no, he slept in our room on the floor just because I wasn't sure if he was going to have anymore and he didn't he just ended up getting a really dry cough after all of that and then Winston comes in our room at 4 30 a.m and says mom I think I'm gonna get sick and I was like bucket and then that happened so he was out all of Friday Alice Alex's exam is Saturday and he's like I am not liking my odds <laughs> everybody has spiraled through the week one by one one day at a time and he was the last one. So I ordered some charcoal, activated charcoal. He was taking his vitamins. I'm like, you better just hang out in that office. Don't come in here. Um, but he did it. He he did not get sick. I, by the grace of God, I don't even know how it happened. But we made it through. And we are on the other side by now. Obviously, I'm recording this after all of that. But... It was a ride, let me tell you. So just lots of, lots of stuff to deal with. We've never had that in our home. Apparently it was this virus. I don't really, I don't really like to get on the like trend thing of like, oh, it's this, the flu that's going around. But there's this virus called the norovirus or something. And so apparently it spreads really quick. You can get symptoms um, within 12 to 48 hours so it's like super quick um, and then it can be contagious on you three days post symptoms so that's bonkers I had no idea like I didn't I didn't research this and it can live on surfaces for up to two weeks and so I'm like oh my gosh like no wonder like it's just been like flowing through like literally everybody I know under the sun like oh my gosh I just got sick now oh this person in this other state got sick that I know. And, oh, my family members now, some other family members were getting <clears throat> sick. So it was just bonkers. Um, so the week that I got to go out and go grocery shopping and do some of that with my kids was, like, the week that I finally got to get out, like, and do things. So that is kind of, I think, where I was, like, that's why I was out with everybody because we were out. We were, we were alive. We were not sick. We were not cooped up. And so, um, yeah, I had a mom who noticed that I had gone through a lot of that based on just things that I had shared um, online. And, um, you know, we, we talk a little bit 
and she was like can I bring you a meal um next week and I was like yeah actually I'll, I would love that <laughs> um and she was so sweet about it because she knew she'd be in somewhat of the area and I was just so blessed by that and it was the same day that I had broken down in the car crying and just the power of community the power of moms supporting other moms like it really just hit me where I was like this is what it means to have good just having the right people in your life having the right people the circle of people whether you know her and I were not like BFFs and hanging all the time but like we have a lot in common and and because of that we can encourage each other through our motherhood journey and see when there's a real need um and be willing to ask if we can help um or just even asking for prayer but uh there have been multiple things that we have been able to touch on and encourage each other on throughout different seasons of our, our motherhood life and just life in general with things that have happened. And so I was just so like reminded of how important having support, like online world is super awesome and it's so helpful in those ways, but it's also important to build those relationships physically um, with people and um, just community, just, just having having that is so important and um yeah I just saw it play out and and even though it kind of happened more through a we mainly chat you know from online world um she was local and we we know each other and she was willing to to do that and I just I was like wow I I love that and that's what you know um, having God in our in our in the center of a lot of our relationships, what that does, and and the kind of community and relationships that we can foster with that. So, um, yeah. So that's been like my world lately, and uh, trying just to play catch up and yeah, making all that food for before baby comes and all of that stuff. Um, another thing that I have been doing. Uh, is fasting from social media on Wednesdays. Now, why Wednesdays? Um, so our church in February always does fasting on Wednesdays. You can fast whether that's from food or something in specific that you are used to doing. Um, you can do your meal either the whole day or a certain meal or from something in specific. It, there's a lot of, um, you can do it however you want. So clearly, obviously, I'm not fasting from meals and food because I'm pregnant and that just is not that doesn't work so I decided you know what I'm just gonna pop off of social media other than like my work like business type stuff if I need to get back to a message or whatever but I'm not gonna allow myself to just pop open Instagram and scroll or Facebook and scroll or feel the need to push or, or post or share anything like give give myself a break on a day and I have been loving that I actually really have. I found myself wanting to reach for it and I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday. Nope. <laughs> and and it's just supposed to make you pause and just talk to God. Or it, it also makes me pause and be like, oh, why am I doing that? Like, I should go do this. Or maybe I was using that as a coping mechanism to try and escape from a situation I should deal with with my kids or um yeah, or just like, why am I mind numbing? Why am I numbing my mind just with all of that? So um, I feel that I might just continue that, but maybe I'll pick another day 
to try it on. I don't know, but I don't mind the midweek. Wednesdays are great too. I try to not do a whole lot on Sundays either. Um, it's just how I roll. Um, because I know how much it is a part of my life and I use it as a resource and a tool. Um, but I use it some, you know, some for pleasure tool too, like to just enjoy, you know, saving recipes, looking for workouts, seeing what people are up to, all of the things, and I can get lost in it like we all can. So, um, yeah, for whatever that was worth, I just thought maybe a few, um, I know a lot of people do like Lent stuff, I guess this time of year, we don't, we're not, um, what is that, a Catholic thing? I'm not sure. Um, we don't do, we don't do that, but like I know people like to give up things. Um, I don't know if the scope of all of that or the specifics that it has to be, but if there's a fasting that you can choose, um, maybe social media would be an option. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying that because it can be such a time sucker. Um, workouts lately, at 36 weeks pregnant, um, have been going well. They're they're still happening. Um, I've definitely needed to modify a lot more things. I can tell I get worn out um, a lot faster. Um, and yeah, it's just the goal right now is just to keep moving in any way that I can. So it's not, um, yeah, I don't really have any other goal other than like, what can I do today? (laughs) And surprisingly, I have been able to keep up with running. Now I know my fitness level is very different from other pregnant mom fitness levels. There is no comparison here. I've chosen to stop running all my other pregnancies. And I think because of all my marathon training and because I ran my first marathon pregnant, or like my first pregnant marathon, I've ran one more marathon, but that was not pregnant. Um, but I think it just gave me this like, oh, I can do it. Like this is it. And it doesn't matter whether or not I can. Is it is it even beneficial right now at this point? So at this point, I might scale back on a few miles and not do as many longer-ish runs because um, I was still able to rack up six, seven to ten miles um, back at, you know, between 30 and 35 weeks, I was able to still do all of that. Um, and, you know, definitely needing to go slower. I've been on the treadmill more, not outside. Um, cause that really hurts my hips or like weather and elevation changes, but also it's just, I, I have to be safe. So if it's not good weather, I'm going to be inside. It's tax season. I can't get out as much and I'm not running and pushing a stroller. Like that's just not happening. So, um, Yeah, but other than that, uh, cycle, I'm going to be all done teaching that now. I maxed out at 36 weeks where I'm like, I just can't sit on the bike anymore. I, it's just not comfortable. I can't engage the right muscles. I feel worn out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. So I'll keep TRX for maybe another week or two. Um, cause that I can definitely like, even if I have to take a break, I can just walk around the room. It's not a big deal. I can demo, I can use someone to demo and exercise. So I'm just super grateful to be here moving my body still, doing a lot of more relaxed um, poses and stretches. Um, but still, I, you know, whether I'm power walking or doing a, a short run, um, I wear a belly support band. I feel good. I warm up and after a little while, I'm like, I'm, I feel just fine when running. So if it hurt, I definitely wouldn't be doing it. Um, but it does 
put impact and load um, down there. So, you know, just recognizing that maybe power walking, um, if I need to move in a way, because that's what I'm used to, is going to be my option, then that's going to be my option. Um, And then, yeah, lifting, um, just easing up a little bit on my weights or doing it body weight, Um, not lifting as heavy. Um, Things are elevated or on my knees or I'm sitting or whatever, like lots of, lots of modifications. Um, but still rocking and rolling. I've done it through every pregnancy and it's been so wonderful, um, to have that. And, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing, I guess (laughs) I was telling a friend, it's like a game. It's like, how far, how long can I last doing this while pregnant? But, um, no, um, it's just more of honoring my body in, in these last weeks leading up to, to what it needs and not comparing or to what I know I can do. And it's like, no, you cannot do that when you are this pregnant, Gabby. Get it together. Um, it's like a mind, all the conversations that go on in my head. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where, where I'm at with, with that and um, leads me into this last little bit here. I uh, am almost through with my pre and postnatal course for um for us to be certified in pre and postnatal fitness which is super exciting I've got a little bit more to go and so much of it has made sense but it's put words to some things it's put specific technique and um format and cueing to um to the to the um picture so I I am grateful to be able to have some extra head knowledge around that and to be able to have had done that while I was pregnant to be able to understand like, oh yeah, I do feel that or I do understand that or that does make sense or I can practice a certain thing um, while pregnant. Um, But super excited to have that in my wheelhouse um, to, you know, I, it's, not necessarily that I'm not working with clients one-on-one in person these days. That's not how I've set up things, but um, I'm always looking to grow in my understanding um, so that I can better help moms from a distance or any online training clients that I have. And um, it's just great stuff because it gets so lost postpartum, especially. And also during during pregnancy, women just are told so many different things. They're fed so many lies and it's and it's not true. And and you can you can move um, move your body in all different ways. And there are so many ways to do it that are safe, that work for you and your level of fitness, whether you're new or you like moderate intensity or you're like an athlete and you you work out and um, just all the things to look for and watch for. Um, so it's just super uh, awesome to to be almost done with that. Uh, goal is to finish that just before this baby arrives. So I should be able to, to get that done here and have that little certification under my belt. So, well, there you have it, friends. We have chatted about life. <laughs> I hope I gave you some laughs. Um, thanks for sticking around. If you, if you hung out this long, this episode was just kind of just sharing the woes of motherhood and, um, you know, where I'm at in pregnancy and, you know, just, just a couple things going on in my world and what I'm focusing on. And, um, man, yeah, that felt like a whirlwind and God got us through, 
Um, but again, just, yeah, taking deep breaths and moment by moment and handling one thing at a time. And yeah, you just kind of get your mom pants on and you're like, all right, we're doing it. And I am so thankful that for me, it was just a one and done thing. I'm a pretty, I have high pain tolerance. So like, just if I'm going to get sick, just get sick, just do it. I'm like, just let it out. And then that was it. It was a one and done thing for me. Whereas my boys, it was like constant throughout the day. So I'm super grateful I didn't have that because I don't know how I would have functioned as a mom um, for the rest of them. So mine happened like in the evening so that I, and, and they were going to bed not that long after and I could sleep through the whole night. And the next day I woke up just tired and worn out, but not sick. So I could manage most of the day. And so I was grateful that it happened in that time frame rather than in the morning and, you know, all of that. So I just look for those, I just look for those little small details to remind me that like, okay, God, I see you just trying to, you know, help me out a little bit. I see it. Um, so just encouraging you on your motherhood journey. You're doing great. Some days just feel absolutely out of your control. Sometimes you cry in front of your children. Sometimes you yell at your children. Sometimes you just feel like helpless and you don't know what to do. Or you have moments of, yeah, your child screaming and crying and you have to go and you like you literally have no other option and then you leave crying. Like There are so many components to the emotional aspects of motherhood that are just ridiculous and we carry so much so just give yourself some grace because we carry the weight of so many different little people's emotions personalities needs desires um and 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 we have to like navigate it all it's like constant um like therapy or uh, what do you call it like like you go to see a therapist or a psychologist or like someone to help you through things. Like we're constantly trying to help our kids through all their different things while trying to manage our own. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of that now. Um, but anyway, if there's anything that you ever want to see or hear from me on these episodes, please reach out and email me at gabby.flater at getrootedandhelped.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and in my email and right here on this podcast. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a comment, leave a review, share this with someone, um, let me know how it impacted you. Um, I really, um, you know, look forward to, you know, as we're coming in on a year with this podcast, just seeing what's going to come of it shortly after that, you know, as I kind of ease into motherhood of four um, you know, I, I can only put so many eggs in my basket. I already have so many. So just, you know, kind of slowly starting to build up this, this podcast in terms of things I can offer you and, um, people I could bring on here. And, and so, um, I just appreciate you taking the time just to listen to me and all of the things that I have to bring and to give to you guys. Um, it just, it means so much to me that you, that you tune in. So be well, be blessed. Put a smile on your face. Take a lot of deep breaths. You're doing great. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye.